with his comfort dog, Quinlan, by his side. It's the Independent Man Podcast. Breaking news on the Independent Man Podcast. In order to make America great and glorious again, I am tonight announcing my candidacy for President of the United States. There you have it, everyone. Hey, good evening, good morning, and welcome to the Independent Man podcast. And what a difference a week makes. Last week at this time, we were getting the results in from all the primaries that the um, the midterms, that it didn't look good for the Republicans. And although it hasn't turned out too bad um, this past week, there's been some seats that were won, some seats that were lost. And um, But overall, it was a dismal week. And tonight, President Trump makes a triumphant return, and he is indeed going to run for president in 2024. Now, before all the critics go crazy and they start to say, you know, that, all right, it's all over, it's doomsday, they said the same thing in 2016, and then he ended up beating Hillary Clinton. And, of course, 2020, we know what happened. Um, but uh, if Trump stays focused and he stays on, um, on the message like he did tonight, he'll be very formidable. I mentioned last week to you, and I know a lot of you were shocked I was getting text that I said if you put a gun to my head and if um, Governor DeSantis runs against Trump, I would have to vote for Ron DeSantis. And I said that because uh, Ron DeSantis would represent um, the best candidate for a Republican to beat the Democrats in um, in two years. Um, that, that's what I meant. Um, if President Trump can get together with Ron DeSantis, and let's say it can be a Trump-DeSantis ticket, or let's say for some reason Trump and DeSantis go head-to-head, and DeSantis does win, maybe something that along the likes that uh, you know DeSantis could have Trump as VP, or if Trump doesn't want that because he has a, an ego like no one knows, <laughs> um, he can make him Speaker of the House. I mean, he'd be a great Speaker of the House. Um, or he could be a Secretary of State. I mean, Trump is known to be a peacemaker. He could go traveling around the world and sit down and make peace. I mean, he would be perfect right now to sit down with Putin and sit down with that dictator Zelensky and reach some kind of agreement and say, listen, we have to work something out here. There's going to be World War III. And breaking news earlier today with uh, they said Russia um, had um, hit Poland, a NATO country, and two people are dead. Um, Biden's downplaying it. They had to wake him up and tell him the news as Biden is at the G20 summit, uh, summit in Indonesia they woke him up from a nap, and um, he called Paul and expressed his condolences and said, we're going to get right on it and all that. And then a couple hours ago, it said Biden said he's downplaying it, that he doesn't think Russia actually did the, um, the, the weapons came from Russia. It had me thinking perhaps the weapons actually came from Ukraine. Maybe Ukraine shot their own people to make it look like Russia did it so that it could be a war. I mean, I know it sounds like, oh, the independent man is reaching conspiracy theorists, but would it, would you folks doubt it? I wouldn't doubt it. With Zelensky, anything goes. But 
That being said, we'll see what's going to happen there with um, Russia and what happened with Poland, if there's going to be any uh, retribution. But the fact of the matter is getting back to Trump, that this number one war would have never happened if Trump was president. Number two, if it did happen, Trump would have went over there. He would have sent some of his men over there and there would have been some kind of peaceful settlement. Not once have you heard from the United States did Biden, did any of the Secretary of States, did anyone from his cabinet go over and try to talk to Putin and Zelensky and maybe reach uh, somewhere in the middle and reach an agreement? Nothing. Nothing happened. All they do is send billions and billions and billions of our money to Ukraine. And what's getting ha- what's happening with it? Nothing. It's unbelievable. But again, before you all jump on Trump and you say, ah, it's crazy, what's going to happen? I want you to hear from Father Pavoni who was a well-respected priest. There aren't many left, but he's one of the few. He was on the Chris uh, Salcedo show earlier today, and he talked about President Trump uh, before Trump announced um, this evening that he was going to run. This happened a couple hours before the announcement, so I don't normally play you a clip that's longer than a minute, but this is two or three minutes into this clip. But please listen to Father Pavoni talking about President Trump. Tonight is a big night for supporters of former President Donald J. Trump as he is set to discuss his potential political future. This coming as a rising number of people from the faith community are coming out in support of Trump launching a campaign for 2024 in the White House. Joining me now is the National Director of Priests for Life and Newsmax contributor, Father Frank Pavone. Father, it's great to see you as always, sir. If President Trump does announce a third run, why will you be supporting him? Well, Chris, uh, nobody has done more for the church uh, than President Trump has, not only in terms of religious freedom, but, you know, I I, I keep this photo of him behind me here in our studios. And during his administration, when viewers started to ask me, well, why do you have President Trump there? And I said, well, if he weren't where he is, we wouldn't be where we are. And I was referring to the uh, mandate from the Obama administration that was trying to force us as a ministry, a pro-life ministry, no less, to put abortion into our health insurance plan for our employees. We resisted that all the way up to the Supreme Court, and it was only the election of President Trump that freed us and countless other ministries from that mandate and from being potentially uh, taxed out of, fined out of existence. So the point is, not, not only mm-hmm. on that, but we just look at the whole litany, you know, whether it's our economy, our security, uh, school choice, uh, any kind of issues. He led in a way that he accomplished things past presidents wanted to do, but couldn't. For whatever reason, they couldn't. It's not enough to have the right positions. You got to know how to fight, negotiate, and push in order to win. So President Trump is is well, his best argument for his reelection, uh, Chris. He said he's not only going to make promises, he's he can say, I did it already. Yeah, he's keeping promises, too. You know, President Trump is staunchly pro-life. You mentioned that. And Joe Biden, who claims he's a Catholic, not only supports abortion, he wants to force us all, you and me, father, to pay for it. Can it be said that President Trump is more of a Catholic than Joe Biden? Absolutely. And not only on the positions on these key issues, uh, but also, I mean, I can speak as a Catholic priest. I've gotten more uh, inspiration and encouragement to speak my mind as a priest, including into uh, the civic arena, than I've gotten from any of the Catholic leaders. Uh, It's just amazing what's going on here. He understands uh, that the role of the church, the voice of the clergy is needed in America. It's part of what makes America great. 
And he has defended that in a way that far surpasses what uh, other presidents who claim to be Catholic have not only been able to do, uh, but have even wanted to do. Uh, Biden's trashing of the Catholic faith is just offensive to countless people who are making sacrifices every day to live that faith. And they see him throwing it out the window. Sure. Well, there you go. Father Pavoni, very interesting comments right there. Um, you had a laugh when um, the host, Chris Salcedo, asked Father Pavoni, is Trump more of a Catholic than Biden? And the priest, without hesitation, said, yeah, without a doubt. Um, it's just unbelievable how, um, you know, Biden walking around with his rosary beads, pro-abortion and all this nonsense. And you have Trump who's not even Catholic, has done more for the Catholic Church, as you heard with Father Pavoni, who's well-respected in the Catholic um, industry here, as far as in the Catholic Church. But, um, you know, that's going to be very interesting to see with Trump. Now, a lot of people are saying, well, he only ran because he wants to try to avoid the indictments and all. But if they want to indict him, they're going to indict him. This is not going to stop them from indicting him. Are you kidding me? Um, if anything, they'll, they'll ramp it up now that he's put his hat, um, hat in the ring. So... Um, but I have to say, if Trump stays focused, if he doesn't keep going back to the past, and look, he's right with the election fraud and all this nonsense that happened. No doubt there's been fraud, and we all can say it. And even it's the midterms, there's been some fraud in Arizona especially. But, you know, America does not want to hear the same old story. You're constantly whining about the past. Let's go forward. We're a mess. This country's a mess on every level we're going to need 10 to 12 years of conservatorship, real conservative leadership to get us out of the mess we're in. So if Trump can stay focused on the issues like he did this evening, if you put it on, it's all over the news. Um, you know, I'm not going to play the clips for you. You can go find it yourself. But just look at a few minutes of Trump's speech tonight. He focused on making America wealthy again, making America safer again. And, of course, making America great again. If he focuses on those topics, he'll get in with a landslide. I mean, he'll beat anybody. I don't care if Ron DeSantis runs against him or whoever the Republicans are going to throw at him. Uh, people are going to vote uh, for Trump. They felt better two years ago when, um, you know, he uh, gas prices were low. They felt safe. Now, a lot can happen in politics. Things change overnight. Two years from now, when the election's happening for the president of the United States, we could be in the midst of a World War Three. The way things are going here with Putin and Ukraine, who knows what's going to happen. And if we're in the middle of a war, people are going to say, we got to get the hell out of this mess. We're not going to survive. And, and it's because of Biden we're in this mess. They're going to definitely go right to the Republican ticket and they'll go right to Trump because say what you want. But everybody was making money under Trump. Everybody was safe under Trump. Businesses were booming. Gas prices were low. Um, you wait to this winter now just to put the heat up. People are dropping their heat down to 50. They're freezing. They're walking around with sweaters on. It's started to get cold in um, New England. It was uh, the last couple of weeks we had 70-degree weather, but this week now dipped down to 30 into the 20s in some parts of northern um, Massachusetts. And uh, people are starting to feel the, the pinch now. Wait till they get the heating bills in another month. And then, of course, that leads you into Christmas and then into the um, the uh, the prime time of the winter. So the bottom line is people are going to really, in two years, you can say what you want today about last week, what happened with the Democrats taking a lot of seats, but two years is an eternity. And like I said, we can be in the middle of a war, we could be in the middle of a recession um, or a depression, and um, people are just going to say, you know what, take me back to when times were good, when Trump was in office, 
I don't care about the mean tweets. I don't care about him rambling on and on. We were safe. We were healthy. We were prosperous. Let's go back. So, like I said last week, if DeSantis running against Trump, Trump is being childish and he's whining about the past, I'm going to definitely go for DeSantis because I want what's best for the United States. Um, You know, one person is not going to make this country. This has to be a team, and we have to pick the best person for the team. And I felt that Ron DeSantis would be the best person. But if Trump stays on target like he did tonight and he focuses on the issues that mean so much to this country— then yes, um, I'm Team Trump. So it's a very hard decision. That's why I was praying. I'm looking at a banner right now that's uh, here in the WQIN studios. It says Trump DeSantis. I had that banner for the last two or three years, and I really still hope that we can have a Trump DeSantis ticket. Uh, If Trump stays focused, Ron DeSantis could be vice president. Trump can only do one more term. That's four years. He'll be 81 years old or 82 years old at that point, and then Ron DeSantis can take over two terms. Um, You know, he's a young man and he's got a lot to offer and I think that would be the best approach to go would be a Trump DeSantis ticket. So we'll see what happens. A lot can happen. Like you saw in a week, a lot has happened this past week. And when I talk to you next in a couple days, we'll see we're in the middle of a war. With God's will and your listenership, I shall return. Promotional consideration paid for by Quinlan Memorials of Wakefield, Massachusetts. Visit QuinlanMemorials.com. Podcasting live from high above the crew. High above the crew. We are WQIN. Federal Nashua Group W, a Westinghouse broadcasting station.